I see the red light is flashing. Mm. You're officially recording. What's going on, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryden Dennis. I'm Ryden, your co-host. What's going on? Dennis here. Yep. So if uh, anybody doesn't know us, welcome to the show. And uh, let's have a good time tonight. Let's get going. Yeah, come on. So, so D, where were you at this week? I know uh, you've had to travel a little bit. Unfortunately, we've had one of our really good coworkers lost uh, a family member. I know, unfortunately, there's been too much of that here lately. So we're with our buddy. Um, you know, we wish him the best when he knows that we're here for him if he needs us. But yep. I know you've been running around the last couple of days um, to help fill some gaps. Um so what were you doing today? Because I know you said you had to do some demo this morning. So I'm curious to know what you tore up. <laughs> so the uh, one of our branches up in Hickory, um, like I said before, I want to get, I really want to get some training rooms built at the branch. Uh, you know, we, we always talk about the hotel training and death by PowerPoint. So the one, the, the other thing that the hotel training makes it hard is, I got guys all throughout the year. Hey, I need some, you know, communicating zoning training. I need, I got two new guys that, that can't work on a heat pump, you know, and I can't just schedule a hotel or some, most of the guy, you know, maybe they don't have a shop. Um, so the, the idea is to, um, get a training room at the branch. Doesn't have to be big. This one here in Hickory is probably going to be, I think it's 15 by 29, 15 by 30, which ain't, that's not bad. No, that's when not you, bad. When you put, start putting tables in there, it gets small quickly. Um, you know, the, the first 10, 10 foot of it, I got running systems going to set up there. So, you know, it really does start shrinking down. But if I can get 10 guys in there comfortably, which I can in this one, um, you know, if four man company wants to drop by, schedule it ahead of time for a two hour heat pump startup class or communicating zoning or just inverter training, jump in there, running equipment, knock it out, you know, pretty informal, um, get their hands on it. That That's the idea, you know? Well, and I um, think. I think, you know, we've changed our format so much to do a little bit more personal, but smaller classes. Um, a lot of them being more contractor specific. So I think, you know, a little bit smaller training room is probably not quite as big of a problem. I would think anymore going forward. Um, yeah. I mean, I can train all year though. You know, that's it. A lot of distributors are spring and fall. Um, and we've done it. You know, I came on board and I was told, all right, you got to start, you know, this September, we got to do some training. What are you going to do? And I had a class at each branch at a hotel nearby. And it was all you could do to try to get as many people as you could in there that one day. And it's hard, man. It's just, you know, and that's, maybe that's they, hard for they had a big change out that day. They got a big rooftop job. You know, who knows? I mean it's it's us just picking a day and they're like shit i can't work around that well and that's so, it it's it's hard for for us as salespeople on my side to try to get guys committed to one one perfect day at one perfect time um, right because there is no such thing as a perfect day or perfect time in this industry at all um no <laughs> if anyone says there is uh i want to know what their job is i mean if i turned around the next week and tried to book another room at the hotel and the, and the week after that, it just don't work. I mean, 
those times of year, everybody else is doing stuff. There's, I kept running into soccer tournaments and softball tournaments at these hotels. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get a room. I mean, well, it, it got to be, it started to get really difficult, even like getting communication from, from yeah. people. And it, it was such a pain. Like, I, I mean, I was giving them, you know, 400 bucks for four hours. I, you, you know, you thought they would call me back. I mean, um, then all they do is, you know, turn the lights on for me. It's because they're pissed about how many guys always uh, raid the free breakfast. That's what it is. <laughs> oh yeah, we bring Dang the contractors. contractors We're all, it's all, all my waffles, stomping no mud through the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling what looks like you know three bombs through the hallway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I tried my best to bring you know running. I had a running furnace with a plenum on it, rolling it through the hotel. I mean. That was getting a little taxing. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but um, at that time I had the Sequoia, the training wagoneer, yep, loaded down. Plus, I provided breakfast and drinks, and you know, if we do it at these branches, it's just I can train on the fly, and I, I swear to you, I, I believe that I could in a year or two get every contractor that we have buying from us that wants training trained up on whatever they want that's not too far-fetched no and it's really not um but you got to be able to train all year though um 100 two hours twice a week two hour classes twice a week at this branch or you know run over here to this branch i mean so it's that's my plan. So, demo, far as demo today, I tore a wall down and I got to, you know, put some new flooring in. I got to um, paint it, put some sheetrock up. Like, I got, I'm, I'm doing the whole thing. So, that's what I used to do anyway. So, it's fun. It's a little change of pace. I mean, we don't have work. We don't have any equipment to sell for you to help guys fix. So, <laughs> no. might yeah, as well go build time. something. <laughs> so, how, week, uh, where, where are we at on that? I know we talk about that like every podcast, but. Uh, yeah, okay. If we're going there. Oh, we don't have to. Oh, geez. We're going there. Oof. Um, so, what are we drinking tonight, Ryden? Uh, let's. Tonight. What uh, is. What is shortages brought to you by? Shortages tonight are brought to you by what I like to call a Mexican hitchhiker. Oh, geez. <laughs> nice. No, we, probably, we probably can't use that. Yeah, that's a whole nother That's probably genre. politically incorrect oh, as can are, be. You already so, said it. So I call it that. Here's why. Um, <laughs> I was driving home a couple of... I was driving home a couple of weeks ago, and it would... It had been a freaking day. It was a Friday, and I was done, man. <laughs> I was and you tired. Picked of, up a hitchhiker. So I was on the way home, and <laughs> I was maybe like I needed to get gas before Saturday morning. So I just I pulled into a gas station. It's like four o'clock. I'm almost home. Uh, go in the gas station, and Modelo's or Tall Boys are mm. two for six. <laughs> so I, I grabbed two of them. And uh, I told Kristen, I said, I'm, I'd, I'd got gas. I was on my way home. I said, but it's been such a frustrating day. I thought for a little bit of a change of pace, I picked up two Mexican hitchhikers on the way home. <laughs> she said, you did what? Yep. They're staying with us all weekend. Uh, I said, yeah. I said, I picked up two Mexican hitchhikers. I said, hopefully they taste delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> She says, what are you talking about? I sent her a picture and she died laughing. I love Modelo. No, I've, I've become... Dos Equis, Amber, all those are good. I know. I got some... Uh, you I know why Dos Equis, Amber is so good? The the guy that came up with it was German. The brewmaster. I see, that's why. If you like read down in small print. Makes sense. No wonder it's good. Can't be German beer. Uh, thank you, ancestors. I am drinking 
makers and ice tonight. Oh, God. Did I ever tell you my maker's mark story? I think everybody's got one. <sighs> that was a rough night. Is it 46? Maker's 46? That's what mine is. Oh, that's the... No, I haven't had that one. That's the high-end, classy one. That's the it one was a gift. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> it's always a gift. No, I had a, I had a little bit of my um, Caribbean cast scotch, and now I'm topping it off with those Modelo. Modelo's. So... Yeah, when I'm bouncing around to these branches, you know, doing some work, I'm always looking at the warehouses, just looking. And uh, it's weird how it looks like there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, and it's but really not. It's stuff that's kind of always sits out there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem. Um, guys will look at me and like, man, you got all kinds of package units in there. It's like, yeah, there's some in there, but uh, most of it's not the ones I need right now. <laughs> Three phase high static heat pump packs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> half the inventory you see is three phase, and it's it just that doesn't move quite as quick. It's it's getting interesting, man. Um, man, I get like one or two calls a year on three phase stuff. It's rare. It's very rare. I get more phone calls about um, just trying to just figure out what line. it is because it's so old. Because it's not, it's just still running. Right. Commercial stuff is like freaking tanks. So I got a picture the other day from a tech who was trying to give a quote. It was a package. It was a gas pack on the roof, and it was a ream. And I could not find the model any. Now you Google it, it pops up. You know, ream package unit, whatever. Have no idea what size, have no idea what it is, what phase, power, anything. Send it to the manufacturing rep, uh, you know, the DTR. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He's like, I, I don't I don't know what it is. I'm like, well, it's yours. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what it is? I so it had to happen. So I stumbled on, you know, in, in where we have to go to look up stuff and try to see what the model is i went to the canadian side is this the there one that, was. Had, that was the y voltage that we were talking about yeah i see if i'd known that i'd have told you that because what's but interesting this was is, in kernersville like well well what's nuts is there's a hospital in downtown charlotte that has a bunch of 575 three-phase power on it no joke because I, I had was... a, i had a guy call me several years ago looking at a 30 ton package unit which we didn't have 30s at that time we will next year about this time hopefully uh i, I don't COVID think i've be ever damned. put my hands on 575 ever yeah i've never i've never put my hands on it but i've had people ask me about it and so hmm. anytime people ask you know you know i say we've got j c d and y like what's why i said it's 575 and they're like what the hell is that i said it's in canada but randomly it's in places down here so it's <laughs> right. worth knowing about. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, this one was, it was, it was, you know, just 208, 230. It might have been three phase, but uh, the way everything was on the model, the way everything was in order, it was, it was off. Something was off. But when you Google it, it come up rain. But then, uh, you know, the first four were something we knew. But the rest of it was all over the place. It comes, you know, come find out it was all Canadian. So we're into that too when we look at find like the older private label stuff. Yep, it's real fun to figure out what it was. So how you been doing on the stocks this week? I haven't changed anything. I'm just Um, waiting to come out of the hole. (laughs) Last week we couldn't do anything because it just was tanking, and then Monday last week was a buy-in. I know, and I was broke. Uh, the best stock advice I can ever give is when it, everything is in the toilet. Buy something. You, <laughs> you just buy something. <laughs> I mean, buy something you believe in, you know. Literally, you know, Apple, Amazon, 
um, American Airlines, you know, buy something pretty solid, but every when everything's just doing a nose, it's almost like yeah. a lake just turns over in the fall, you know, it's like a reboot. Uh, yeah. So let's buy see. Because it's, it's coming back. Yeah, AMC got pushed down like thirty-one dollars on Friday. Um, it's it got back, right? it got back up to forty-six fifty today, but it's back down to around forty. So I mean, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get pushed back up. All this stuff is. God, I'm still taking a bath with BlackBerry. Me too. Hey, it's up two percent today. But you know what? You know why I'm still in it because it, not necessarily the meme stock thing, but. They were saying how Blackberry's just got a lot of stuff looking, is yeah. you know coming down the pipeline. Yep. I mean, I don't. They're saying it's a good long term buy. Well, and you know, autonomous driving and all that. They're supposedly supplying all the software for that. I well, and you, got, you got to look at the fact. That, I mean, Blackberry's been around. <clears throat> They've been around a good while. They, you know, they made a good living with cell phones and. All that. Were stuff they the first smartphone? Right. I don't. I don't know if it's. I think. Were they, they, were were. they considered the, the first smartphone? I mean, it's very possible. I think so. Probably. So I mean, they kind of pioneered a market that just blew up in their face, for lack of a better term, because right. all these other companies that were older and had bigger money, you know, found a way to come back and take over in different ways. But right. you know, if, if the way it's looking, you know, if they're going to be providing different softwares and other things like that, it's almost like, you know, maybe they've reinvented themselves and this is going to be their next way of changing the market. And they take off again for a little while and make some money off of them and see what happens. Apparently they do a lot of security stuff too, that we don't know about. Um, I'll tell you a good stock to buy somewhat long-term or, you know, for your kids that bark it's like eight eighty four right now. Yeah, it freaking nose dude. Which is that was a, I can't even talk right now. It <laughs> nose dived when it. Which we some hit some. It's what happens. It's what happens every time there. These right, but that's a. They I mean, that's switch. A, they go down. It, that company is like Chewy or the other ones. I mean, you're the dog guy, but um, those bar box. I mean, that, that's it. Could essentially be. 20 to 40 bucks in a couple years easy yeah i mean it's just a you know it's in costco right i think it's in costco already i mean it's a good size company well and i mean we've gotten we've bought bar target toys at PetSmart before too i mean that's they're getting in a lot of places but you know they got famous for that subscription box right that's where it all came from that was what the original bart box was Right. Let's see. Yeah, my wife has went through a few of those um, clothing lines. You know, they send you stuff to wear. Send it back. It Stitch Fix and some of those other ones. Stitch Fix. Yeah, they. I never, I never did any of those. No. That shit doesn't fit me. I'm not fashion forward or trendy enough for that. Trendiest, like, like buying something for American the, Eagle. I yeah, go the trend, like, the, you got a three X. <laughs> I'm not big, but that those clothes are just cut small. Good lord. Yes, man. It's like my the trendiest thing I've got are Doc Martens or eighty nine dollar pair of Steve Madden's. That's the trendiest thing I got. <laughs> yeah, we need to start a dad bod clothing company. Yes, <laughs> dad bod. Oh, we, could go. we could do all kinds of stuff with that. That's the HVAC crew clothing line coming soon <laughs> to a yeah. podcast Shopify account near you. All right. So do you want to touch on our, we got some pretty good. Oh, some we did. We did. Some interesting news. news. Um, some. So Dennis and I have uh, finally agreed our first partnership. So, uh, you know, yeah, they reached out to us. They, they, yeah. <clears throat> they reached out to us. I know we were talking, was it last episode or episode before about, you know, eventually there's going to be an ad or two in there. Um, yep. I think the biggest thing is, you know, we, we do eventually want to 
be able to do more and more of the podcast. So it's going to take some things like that, but we want to make sure that the things we do partner with make sense for what we kind of feel our message is. Um, you know, Dennis talks right. all the time about how much he truly wants to change the game for training with contractors on the technical side. You know, there's a lot of things I want to do to help guys on the sales side, but not all of that I can always talk about quite as openly because a lot of that ends up being one-on-one consulting kind of stuff um, differently right. than technical stuff does. But, you know, so for a first partner, we really couldn't have asked for somebody bigger, right? You know, to say that. Um, we were reached out to by EGIA, which is one of the biggest contractor organizations in the country. Um, so, you know, without further ado, we'll drop in our first ad uh, here, right at 23 minutes. Yep. Um, Ryden's radio voice. What's going on, HVAC crew? Ryden here with HVAC R&D to talk to you about a great opportunity to develop your business. We have committed to our first partnership with EGIA Contractor University in support of their annual EPIC 2021 event that will take place October 28th and 29th at Paris, Las Vegas on the iconic Las Vegas Strip. Featuring celebrity keynote presenters like Damon John of Shark Tank, John Taffer of Bar Rescue, and Captain Sully Sullenberger, the airline pilot from the Miracle on the Hudson. There will be breakout sessions delivered by legendary industry experts, access to best-in-class product and service providers, dynamic networking opportunities, and an unforgettable evening party. You can even come hang out with us at Media Row as we record the HVAC R&D podcast live from the Las Vegas Strip. You can get $50 off your registration with our code RD50 at epic2021event.com. That's coupon code RD50 at epic2021event.com. You won't want to miss it. Pause. All right. So now that you guys have heard my horrendous radio voice. Um, <laughs> Good job, man. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Took like 35 takes. <laughs> I say that I haven't recorded it yet, but it'll eventually be where I said it was going to be 30 seconds ago. Yep. Uh, but anyway, they are having a huge event. Um in Las Vegas in October, late October the 28th and 29th, like you just heard. Um, But it is all focused on training and business development resources for contractors. That's what EGIA is all about. Um, So we felt that was someone that was, you know, along the same line as us, um, looking at some of the people that are going to be speaking at the conference. Um, One of the ones that I've had personal experience with is Weldon Long. Um, I've heard him speak a couple of different times. If you haven't, um, he has a very compelling story is, you know, some people will call it a, you can call it a rags to riches story in a lot of ways, but I mean, he, right. you know, he had to basically rebuild himself and rebuild his life. And, um, a, an older heating and air contractor took a chance on him and it changed his life. Um, allowed him to change the life of his family. And now, you know, he's doing everything he can to help, you know, teach other guys that, you know, just because you start with nothing doesn't mean you can't build a multi-million dollar heat and air company if you really want to. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, we, we encourage you guys to to do things to help build your business. And, you know, what's better than a sweet little tax write-off at the end of the year, take the wife to Vegas for a few days and learn a few things in the process. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the, yeah, the, the epic show is something I haven't been to. Um, definitely sounds like something I want to do now. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Um, you know, the pro partner conferences and stuff. Um, they're brand specific. I've been to those. And uh, there's always a lot to learn at them. Of course, the... Um, uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, the one... Oh, the AHR show? Yeah. Big yeah. show. So, yeah, we we went to AHR in, what, 19? Yeah. Mm, yeah, 19. Yeah, the year before COVID. Oh, you need, like, four or five days. Yeah. That was we, insane. We we had, what, four or five hours? Not enough <laughs> My time. My mind about exploded in there. Not enough time between, at all. Between the tools and the equipment and the, the demos, I mean, I was trying to take pictures of stuff that I wanted to build when I got back, like, yeah it was overwhelming super overwhelming but um 
I feel like that's what you got to do as a contractor is get out there. There's so much out there that's available for you. Um, nowadays, you know what I mean? Think about your dad when he was come getting into this industry. This stuff wasn't available. It's well, just, the other thing too is I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who say, you know, why should I go to event an event like this when, you know, I can get online and do things. It really is a different experience to actually be there for one if you're going to demos and different things. No, I'm still a hands-on guy. You know, in person. It gives you a chance to network with other people that could help you um, in a face-to-face manner. It it lets you, you know, exposes you to a lot of things that you might not have found if you, even if you were looking for for it on the internet as a different source of education or, you know, moving your business forward. So, you know, anytime you have a chance to do something like this, you know, every now and again, it's a hundred percent worth looking at. And really it's a hundred percent worth doing if you can make it happen. Um, I will tell you sitting in front of a professional speaker, right? I don't care if there's 600 people in the room when they're good at it. There's nothing better. When you leave that conference, you are ready to kill it. That feeling that you get. I mean, these guys, these keynote speakers, I mean, um, the stuff that they've been through, I'm trying to think of that. Who, who did we say? The one we saw, the, he's called Coach. Oh, um, uh, well, we saw Herman Edwards. was Herman one. Edwards. And then I've seen Coach Gibbs two different times. Buddy, he'll get you pumped up. Joe yeah, Gibbs I mean, you're ready to, you're up. literally ready to go to work when you leave there. Yeah. Like, right after he speaks. It's crazy. Uh, so, these I mean, guys are. Yeah, and like, you know, we, we talked about um, some guys are going to be at this one. But I mean, even some of these heavy hitters are just worth hearing. I mean, who doesn't want to hear John Taffer speak outside right. of Bar Rescue? <laughs> um, you know, who doesn't want to hear Damon John speak from Shark Tank? So, I mean, these guys all have just, it's a different level of charisma and just what you feel when you really see these people live. It's crazy. Right. It's a really cool experience. Yeah. I mean, if you pick up, just like I always say with training, right? You go to a four hour training two-hour training if you get one or two little things that can make a huge difference especially you go out there and get some uh, business advice you know um and i'm assuming you can just approach you know certain booths and and go over stuff i'm guessing it's all booths there's trade shows there's breakout sessions um i know we're still working on trying to figure out the details that maybe we can get to go um as a partner, we do have a booth on Media Row, so it's it's likely we might go out there and record this live out there, guys. So, I mean, if any of you are out That'd there and see us, it would be awesome. Like I said, we've still got, well, like 100 days or something before the conference, so we still got some stuff to figure out. Um, but, yeah. So, if you want to keep up to date with how things are going with that, please follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash HVACR. Yes. A N D and D um, Facebook.com slash H V A C R A N D and D. Um, drop us a like on there. Um, I know we, Oh yeah. Don't forget to, yeah. don't forget to follow on these, uh, whatever you're listening to this podcast on. Yes. Please follow um, us on whatever platform you're on. Cause that really gives us an idea of where you guys are listening to, where you're listening from. And it kind of helps us gauge, you know, who we're talking to. And the more we know you guys, the more we can talk about things you want to hear about. Besides, just yeah, plus it, it keeps up with where you're at, you know, on your if you're doing it on your phone, you know, it keeps up. You just turn it on. Any, any new shows is going to pop up, you know, stuff like that. It's the, all the guys I follow. We, I, I tell you what we need to do also on here, just for the heck of it, one time. We'll get a list together of some of the hvac podcast that we listen to you know yep. throw a little bone out there um like i said some of these some of the ones i listen to are full-blown technical the whole time and i you know i didn't want to make a podcast like that i think it's just too much it's just not me i mean trust me i can get i can get technical if i want to but um 
we're trying to do something a little different, obviously. Plus, bringing the bringing the sales to sales side to everything kind of helps. But yeah, I think it'd be cool to throw out some guys that we listen to on here. I think so too. And then, you know, and even additionally too, just talking about some of the different things you listen to. I listen to multiple different podcasts just depending on what I'm even in the mood for for that day. I still listen to to Jocko and Jordan Peterson all the time. My only headache is a lot of times those guys get so deep and so in depth, I get <laughs> lost in thing. Two hour podcast. You're talking, yeah, they're two out. Yeah, and they're like, whoa, where do we? How did we get here again? Uh, I will tell you, I'll throw on a two hour podcast, and it, and I'm telling you, some of the ones I listen to are just. When I say junk, I don't mean their junk. I mean it's just useless stuff, right? But yeah. um, foreplay, barstool sports, golf. I'm a golfer. If I'm driving to Raleigh, three hour drive, I'll put that podcast on, and it feels like I turned out of my driveway and turned into the hotel. It's yeah. like, damn, what what happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just what they, you know, you just get lost in it. Yep, and it, it's kind of freaks me out. I'm like. I don't even remember actually driving here for three hours. Just kind of focused on that. Obviously not focused on driving, but, uh, when I used to have to do Wilmington and back, I would crush some, some long podcasts. Cause it'd be the one time yeah. I could listen to the whole thing going down there. Right now. I'd still answer the phone the whole time. So it'd take, <laughs> it'd take down and back to listen to a three hour podcast. It'd take eight hours. But, you know, it was kind of, some days it's nice to just drive and try to listen. Just... Oh, yeah. No, it, I like, I like, uh, of course, that, that Barstool Sports um, podcast kind of is what got me going on this one. Just, just a little bit of everything, right? Yep. Um, you get to, get to know the guys and. I don't, I don't want to talk about a compressor for two hours, you know? I just, I don't know if, I don't know how guys sit through that, but <laughs> it's, it is what it is. Um, so I had a little bit, of course, the title of the show, right? Taste the oh, Rainbow, man. right? Oh, yeah. Ryan came up with that. Yeah, so, yeah, Dennis has a nice, a nice job site story. I'm excited to hear this after the little bit so, of snippet I got earlier today. So one of the guys that calls me all the time for some stuff um, built him a little cabin. He's going to retire in, um, you know, North Carolina mountains up there. And uh, so I talked him into putting a uh, uh, two-stage 16 sear with a nice variable speed air handler. Um, you know, he was worried about humidity and and stuff like that so uh i don't know this this is this little cabin it's it's all vaulted right it's uh it's probably it might be a thousand square feet you know what i mean just a it's right on a stream so we go driving up there it takes us forever to get up there winding roads uh we get there and uh the whole thing's foamed he got a great deal or knows the guy foamed all foamed the walls foam the roof everything's foamed i mean this thing is tight <laughs> no erv i can already tell that no yeah. so you know he was telling me that um it's got a honeywell pro 8000 on it so well, he didn't put in any communicating stuff but um i mean this sitting is everyday place you know so he uh pro 8000 stat and you know i told him what i want him to put on there but this is what he ended up going with so i gotta make the best of it um of course the humidity was a little high because it ain't running ain't nothing running <laughs> this thing nope. uh you know it's been 72 in there for like five days <laughs> i mean ain't nothing running so um I just go over everything, make sure the charge is right, you know, turn it on. Um, there was some, uh, 
you know, some passive dehumidification on the air handler that I could set. Um, I mean, there's only so much you can do with this. Now, right? is it? I mean, is it single stage, two, two stage? What is it? Two stage. Two, two stage. stage. Two stage. Dennis. <laughs> different guy too. Same town. Different guy. But don't you love that we can uh, continue to refer to these old episodes now and everyone have fun with it? It's two stage. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I'm putting that in here. <laughs> um, so you know, I could I could slow the air handler down to where, um, the first five minutes it it runs eighteen percent less on the blower speed. Right, we're trying to get the humidity down. Um, from from five let's see after five from five to 12 it goes to you know 10 percent blower speed and it just gradually goes up to 100 um and he he called me today and he said it's dropped uh five percent humidity which is a lot you know like i said it's not it's not communicating so um and it's not it's just a two-speed outdoor two-stage and uh so, you know, we're messing with this, and this guy is not technical at all. Uh, he's made a great living doing HVAC, but he's like, you think you can hook this Wi-Fi thing up here on this stat? And I'm like, oh, boy. Sure. Um, I said, well, it's Honeywell, so we gotta have a we got to have a computer. You got your laptop? He's like, man, I don't, I never owned a laptop. Okay. Oh boy. Let me go let me go get that. So I got the laptop out. <laughs> What's your Wi-Fi password? You think he knew that? You no. you would hope he did since he's gonna put no. his Wi-Fi <laughs> So he calls this place uh Bear Scat. That's the name of this Bear place. Bear Scat. I said, is it Bear Scat like one, two, three, or <laughs> he said, you know what? I said, you, look, look, just give me a second. I bet it's on the front of the modem. And of course it was. It was the old uh, the, the password they give you right on the front of the modem there. So I got logged in, got his Wi-Fi. Of course, then he hands me his phone, and I'm trying to put it on his phone. I mean, you know, he's got a he's got an iPhone, but so we get it on there, and uh, we're messing around, and I'm uh, checking his airflow and his static and all this stuff, and. And he said, I'm about ready to go fishing. Said, what? He's like, let's go fishing for a minute. And I'm like, where are we going fishing? Nice. And he's like, I got a little pond right up here. So he said, I got two ponds. I'm like, cause the, cause the Creek that literally runs right next to this place. I mean, it's beautiful up there. The Creek that runs right next to it. It's, you know, it's four foot wide. It's just a tiny little Creek, but it's running. Yeah. Um, and it's loud. I mean, you sit on that back porch, man. I could just crush it out there. I would just but, have me a little paddle wheel out there running a generator. <laughs> yeah. Could run a, probably could run a 20 seer. Two ton. No humidity. Put, Done. Yeah. Well, he, so he's got a, he's got a mini split upstairs. You know, it's got one of those little bonus areas. It's, it's all for his grandkids. So, um, I put that mini split. So he wants it 72 in there. So I put the mini split on 72, but on dehumidification. There we go. N- not cooling. Right. So it, depending on the brand, it'll, you know, turn on the outdoor, turn it off. You know, it'll bring on the blower really low. Um, and I don't know, combination of that, we'll, we'll get it figured out. I mean, he's probably... He, He's probably going to have to bring fresh air in this place, man. It's well, tight. that's what you said. If it's all spray foam and there's no ERV or any kind of air change, it's going to get get really stuffy. So this is this is a whole nother show, right? But he said, uh, "You think I would bring fresh air in here?" And I said, "Man, I, yeah, probably." He goes, "Answer me this question." He said. They want you to seal. I took a class that shows you how to seal all this stuff up around the outlets, around the doors, foam the walls, foam the roof so that we don't let outside air in. And then we're going to bring outside air in. <laughs> That's a good, good point. Good point. But 
it's a whole nother show. You know what I mean? Going into that. But so he said, let's, um, he said, Where, are you done? I said, yeah, I mean, I, that's about all I can do with this thing. So he goes out there, fills up this cooler with ice, grabs a fishing pole, and we start walking. So we walk up to this pond, which is probably 50 feet across. It's, it's a tiny little pond. He gives me the pole. It's got a little rooster tail on it. And he's like, cast that thing out there. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I threw it out there. And it didn't even hit the water good. And I had a fish on. And it was heavy. I was like, holy cow, what, what, what do you got in this pond? So we get it over to the bank, and I drag it up on the bank, and it's like a five-pound rainbow trout. Jesus. I have not, for one, I've never caught a rainbow trout. And I'm kind of a bass fisherman kind of guy, catfish, you know. And definitely not one that big. Um, He's like, you want to keep that one? So he throws it in the cooler with ice, shuts the lid. Of course, it's, it's like, it's done jumped out of the cooler like three times um he's like get you another one <laughs> like, all right <laughs> i'm like a straight five-year-old out here fishing in this pond like immediately <laughs> i'm five years old <laughs> i'm like casting and i like turn the drag down so it would pull it all over the pond yeah. <laughs> it was ripping drag and uh that's all I caught was four and five pounders. So he stuffs three of them in the cooler and tape, he has to tape it shut because they're, they're knocking the lid off. And, uh, I said, what are you, you going to cook those tonight? He said, no, these are yours. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, take them home, clean them. So I put them in the truck and, uh, cleaned them. My little daughter came out there and was checking out the old fish guts and freaking out a little bit but uh um she always you know she wanted to help so um he said you know where it's at if you ever need to come up here and check the charge or anything i was like oh boy <laughs> fix my humidity for me hey don't you get fix your humidity you fix catch more trout get there, get you a trout be all right <laughs> and he said yeah they're a little bigger in that other pond up up on up and i'm like wow so yeah he he uh you know he buys them and and stocks it once again all for the grandkids i mean you could literally throw just a gold hook in there um he said they also recognize the sound of a four-wheeler so you pull up on a four-wheeler they all come to the edge (laughs) for you to feed them (laughs) because his neighbor apparently rides up there when he's not there and feeds them that's funny as hell he just scoop one out with a net, but uh, yeah. So I haven't, I haven't, I haven't tried them yet. I've cleaned them up. Um, try them on the old pellet smoker. They can't be too bad. No, definitely not. So we'll see. I may have to take you up there. He's got cameras all over the place, so he can see his neighbor. You know, you know, feeding them and we'll everything. But oh yeah. That will hold the fish care. up by the camera. It'll well, <laughs> those fish that big and that small a pond, he's, he's got to get them out of there anyway. Yeah, really. no joke. Um, I don't know what his plans are on that, but that's a lot of fish to eat. Need a bigger freezer. So that's Taste the Rainbow. You probably didn't know that was going that way, but... All I know is I hope we get some great Skittles traffic. <laughs> Skittles traffic. More clickbait. So you hadn't really said what you had going on this week. God, Same I old. Swear it's been uh mostly it's been uh trying to write the book on how to survive shortages. I mean, is there still a lot of people calling that you've never heard of needing stuff? I mean it's it, it's, it's every happens. brand. You know, and, and you know, now it's not just it's not just equipment, it's now it's flex or it's PVC or it's something else. I mean, every every week I've got another crisis to deal with. Um, you know, I, I, I laughed with a, our boss earlier for a few minutes today. I said, you know, I 
I said, it's about time some people learn what being a territory manager actually is. So I've got some guys, you know, I've got a lot of guys who are like, man, why am I not having problems? It's like, well, you're not having problems because I'm not letting you know we got problems. I'm making right. sure your problems don't, you know, get solved before you have them. But, you know, if there's... Well, there's that any, goes back to partnering up with that's a it. supply house and, and sticking to them. So, know, so hanging you, with them. So you say that. The exact thing right there is the majority of the people that are calling trying to find everything are people that I've I've known about them for years, but not none of them have ever been a brand specific guy. They're one of those they let the the homeowner tell them what to put in, right? And, and I'm not I'm not knocking you guys that do that. This is not me saying that's bad practice, but in some ways it can be. Because if you don't have a relationship where you're buying the bulk of your equipment somewhere, it's impossible for, you know, in situations like this to try to take care of the guys that aren't really dedicated customers. You know, the right. the twenty, the eighty twenty rule unfortunately applies no matter what people want to think. You know, eighty percent of your business a lot of times comes from twenty percent of your customers. Um you know, or you could say it the other way around, but a lot of times that's how it happens. Um, and, you know, these guys will call and they've bought $5,000 collectively in the last five years. And they say, man, I'm sorry, I don't have anything I can help you with because honestly, I don't. Right. But, you know, and then all of a sudden it goes from, you know, they're trying to be your best friend that as soon as you tell them what they don't want to hear, they're cussing you saying they'll never buy from you again. And say, well, that's great. You never bought from me to begin with. So, I don't really understand what you're threatening here. Uh. Well, and so and also like when I when I hear contractors, um, of course I'm like I said I'm on the tech side, but I've been the contractor. If you jump around and buy something here, something there, something over here, something over there, it's almost like you're literally like, you know. Buying it from Lowe's, buying it from Home Depot, That's run over is. here, buy it from Target, right? You're not create like if I walk into Target right now and tell them I want a, you know, whatever the most expensive thing in Target is, they don't care who Dennis is, right? No. They don't care. I want to buy this TV. Okay, this is the price. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want me to load it up for you? Okay, thanks. Yeah, like, that's it. That's the feeling that you're gonna get, right? Like if you create a partnership because you can create a part you i can't create a partnership with target right no but you you as a contractor can create a partnership with you know riding or another brand's salesman or right anybody and that's how it starts um and that's creating a relationship and when you call me at you know nine o'clock at night or text me and i'm in the bed and i'm texting you back tech support like Target's not going to do that, right? So, uh, you, if you jump around, nobody knows who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that guy bought something from us last year. I don't, I don't know if he's been in here before. You know, is he new? Is he trying to get going? Oh, he, no, he's not. He's been around for 15 years. He just buys from everybody, right? It's just, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's not like we're not trying to help the new guy coming in but well so you need to know that you can walk in a supply house and say hey i want to buy this brand whatever brand it is and i want to this is what i this is where i want to buy it and then you know you partner up with a salesman you know who the tech guy is if you have trouble and you know you build a relationship and there's still a ton of people out there that aren't doing that it's kind of crazy but well, and the other thing is you have to teach, you know, I, I've been coming across this somewhere. I've spent more, some more time on the counter this year than I have in a while just because we've needed the help and we've, right. we've hired some new people. So I've spent some time, you know, you know, listening to how they deal with people on the phone, helping them be better about how they manage their conversations with contractors. Because, you know, sometimes it's just, there's the ones that'll call you, but if you, you know, and they'll do everything they can to sweet talk you and be nice to you. And then they'll say, hey, I need two pallets of flex. <laughs> because they couldn't, you know, because they're a new construction guy that just can't get materials. 
and like, well, you know, maybe we can help you. He's like, well, if you got some, I'll buy a bunch from you. It's like, you're going to buy a bunch from me one time. Right. This is a one-time transaction. And guess who that hurts? And the guys that have been buying from us all year. It hurts the guys. Or the last that five years. It's hurt the guys that bought from us all year, but it also, you know, it also hurts us. Right. Because, you know, we, we pretty much, I hate to say it, but we just hoard ourselves out to somebody that's not going to come back. They, they no, literally was... just did it as a stopgap out of convenience and you got used. Yeah, it's a, uh, we're, we're all, we're all trying to learn this. I mean, this doesn't happen. This has not happened like this. I mean, no. we've had some, we've had some long lead times. You know, I've been in the field and somebody gave me some long lead times, but what we're, what we're dealing with right now is definitely new. You know, I, I miss the days that I thought six weeks was horrendous. Yeah. God, I gotta for wait that long. To, I gotta something. wait that long for that 20 ton unit. Damn. <laughs> six weeks. Curb. Everything. Man, it's like, I've got a guy that needs a, a 460 uh, twin compressor. 20 ton. Mm. If he wants the unit, six months. Six a compressor, months. <laughs> it's probably that or more. And it's six months because they don't have the compressors. They can't get them. Don't have them. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, well. But hey, you know what? We go go to work every day, and next week we'll have another lesson on how to survive shortages 101 with HVAC R&D. That's right. So, I don't know. If, yeah, we'll see what the training brings this fall. Yeah, no joke. I'm kind of worried that we're even going to have anything to even train about. But Well, just wait. I mean, yeah, at the rate everyone else is trying to go, we've got, what, like five variants of COVID now? Don't worry, they'll probably uh, try to shut us all down again, too. Oh, it's coming. My wife's in the medical field, and she's getting little snippets on emails daily. So ridiculous. Um, yeah. It, what, I, don't, I don't know. Day at a time. As the world turns. Yeah, all right. Well, everybody, we appreciate it. We did time. good, man. As we always. got that one. Yes, right on time. <laughs> um, right on time. So yeah, go go and look up, go and look up some stuff on the uh, Epic 2021 in Vegas. Epic2021event.com discount code RD50 get you guys fifty dollars off your registration. We hope to see you out there. Um, also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Give us a like there. Drop us some comments on some of our um, posts. Let us know the things you want to hear about. Let us know where you're at. Um, also, please remember to follow us on whatever platform you listen to us on, because that really also helps us figure out, you know, kind of where some of our traffic and different things are coming from. So yep. we know who you guys are. Sweet. See y'all next time.